Peace, good people. Peace. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. How are you feeling? Feeling good. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations on the Black Love Podcast Network That's with right. Felicia and Kariga. No, with Kariga and Felicia. And the listeners. And the listeners. Shout out to y'all. Yes. Thank you, Riga, for the intro. Uh, we started and we were thinking about Black Love. Black Love slipped off his lips because it's on my shirt. Shout out to Black Love. It's in his home. It is. And for making room to let it shine if you will Mm -hmm. right like this is this is so dope that we're able to just talk about and be about black love yeah it's amazing Mm -hmm. like storytelling in the black experience ah so special so rich well i'll jump into the affirmation that i selected for today and i selected this affirmation for myself and it was really hard for me to select for myself i'm gonna be honest with you and it made me realize that it is hard to put into practice these affirmations when you are challenged. Mm-hmm. But I guess that is the practice mm-hmm. as I'm scratching my head. Like you mm-hmm. see me, I got my feet right on the top of my head because I'm wrestling with it, but I will submit to it. I'll lean into it as a practice because mm-hmm. we are here for what? Reference. Okay. So I'm with you. If you have your soul affirmation text, and I saw there was a brother, he he got his he got his he text did, this week. He did, he did. And he said he can now participate. <laughs> I've got to shout him out. Yeah. You have your text. You're going to turn to page 52 and you'll find that it reads, today I will be kind to myself and others through the practice of patience. I will breathe deeply to commit to this intention. So today I will I will be kind to myself and others through the practice of patience. I will breathe deeply to commit to this intention. And this one, I went with this one. I'm, I'm going to read the other one that I also was going to select real quick because mm-hmm. <laughs> they both they both were for me. <laughs> be patient with yourself. It takes time and deep breathing to see the bigger picture. So these both just jumped out to me. And I'm going to be completely honest and transparent. I was having a difficult time coming into the space today. Largely because when I am planning to do something Mm -hmm. with Kamali now, I make so much of an effort to be on time, on the time that I'm saying I'm going for. Mm -hmm. and when I miss the mark, it becomes difficult because I have worked so hard to make the mark. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I keep missing this damn mark, Mm. even though I'm trying so hard. And Kariga could see it on my face when I came to the space. He was like, you know, what's, is is something going on? You know, something wrong. And I could have easily been like, no, I'm good. Right. Mm -hmm. And not say anything, but I went ahead and I told him how I was feeling. (laughs) And, I think that was good that you made room for me to do that. Mm-hmm. The first thing he told me, though, y'all, was take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> and honest to God, I was just kind of like, I took a small breath. <laughs> I took a small breath. I didn't want to take a deep breath. Okay, first of all, like, who wants to hear that when? Oh, my God. When, yeah, after I explained to him, like, how I was feeling that this did not. I, I'm not feeling good right now about this. Take a deep breath, V. Hey, y'all, I'm laughing Keep your so little deep breath. <laughs> I'm laughing no, I'm so hard because 
But I say this is real time. This is real time, right? <laughs> I took a so small breath. <laughs> I took a small breath. And I looked away. I didn't even look him in his eye. And it wasn't that it was something he did. It was just that I didn't want to be confronted with what I needed to do for myself in that moment, which is be kind to myself and practice patience with myself. And if I'd practice with myself and with Kariga, who is with me, who is the other in this mm-hmm. in this affirmation. My favorite part is <laughs> my favorite part is during you read this affirmation. I'm thinking about who you've been around today, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking about stuff like, hey, this is only this is only about it's us. It's New York Kamali. Yeah, it's now, just us right three. Now, <laughs> I don't think this is about Kamali. No, it ain't. And I was rolling. <laughs> but I, I again it it takes time and deep breathing to see the bigger picture. It also it's not easy to put into practice these affirmations with when challenged. I can acknowledge that, but I feel so much better being able to say out loud what it is I was experiencing and also putting it into practice, leaning into it. Right. Cause it required a little lean and I, it was just a little one. I didn't like go all the way in, but thank you, Riga, for making space for me. I res- this is why I think you're so brilliant. I respect how you come to your process. And you it's it's beautiful to me because it's your process. Right? This is um I mean especially the part where you took a little breath, right? <laughs> I love that part so much because it's so true to you that although somebody is inviting you to take a deep <laughs> breath, you're going to take the breath you want to take based on however you feel. Mhm. But the illest part is when it's challenging for us to take a deep breath and really the breath is for us, right? So why do <laughs> we give ourselves a little bit of air? Like, nah, I'm here not, we go. I'm right. not about to let that air Here we in. go. I am not about to breathe. <laughs> nah, they, they got me hot. I am not about to breathe. Right, but I owe myself a, a deep breath. I mean, a deep breath insofar as I was watching you do amazing work um, <laughs> getting us to the space. Thank yeah. you. And I really appreciate the way you do it i was literally literally courting quarterback and plays to the minute mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. just trying to get things in, in part but your honesty and openness and the way you come to this space is exactly what people me need when exploring how to apply affirmations, right? Like mm-hmm. you need somebody to show you not the grace and the the deep breath, I'm well side of it. Right. The side of it where it's like, nah, because that's where we often are when we're seeking the affirmation. So to mm-hmm. me, it's like this ideal season to mm-hmm. practice the affirmation, mm-hmm. not with great ease, but when we are challenged. I think the challenge suggests that we are fully vulnerable enough to how we feel to ride with how we feel mm-hmm. right as i'm not choosing it with my better mind i'm not choosing it by the beach it's not hard to affirm hey, let me tell you like this. <laughs> it is not hard to affirm by the beach it's okay? not i don't think or, it's hard or, to affirm or, there. oh yeah or like in a on a on a nice overlook i was know? gonna say at, under a tree having a picnic that's not hard cool it's breeze. not hard <laughs> hey bro i'll be affirming in them situations but Man. let me get hot, right? It's hard. <laughs> let me get hot. But that's to be, and then to be invited to affirm when you wasn't even trying to affirm, boy. <laughs> remember when I said, when I try to train my mind to remember 
uh, what is true higher than my feelings. Mm. Hmm. So that's that's the pathway. That's literally that's the turn I'm talking about when I don't want to regard the experience. Yeah. But there is something that exists that is true beyond what I feel. And I confront that. And that's the thing that makes me practice a deep breath. So when I was telling you take a deep breath, it wasn't even in comedy, but I realized how challenging that could be. (laughs) It's I saw you performing at such a high level and the deep breath is what I thought you deserved. Hey. To see that there was the path was wide enough. You deserve a deep breath. Mm. I really believe deep breaths, you know, aid in widening our gaze. And when we can widen our gaze, but also, you know, live with focus and specificity when necessary. That's a really important binocular vision. Mm. Right, the widening of the gaze and the narrowing of the intention mm. the widening of the gaze and the narrowing of the intention mm-hmm. I think that process uh, through repetition like respiration mm-hmm. is what we need especially when we hot <laughs> especially when we hot so I enjoy being your your husband your partner but also somebody who just admires you as a thinker and I re- admire the way you attend to processes no matter how difficult no matter how challenging in the moment yeah you're true thank you (laughs) i'm not trying to be funny either but i think like i just for the very first time in my life y'all i saw the personality trait as beautiful the thing that makes it hard for her to apologize to me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but if I could watch somebody not take a deep breath for themselves, <laughs> then certainly I could understand why they can't apologize to me. <laughs> so if I could find you beautiful in your short breath, hey. <laughs> it, it, that's where it comes from. That's the thinking right there. I am not about to take a deep breath. <laughs> I took a small breath. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's me waiting on an apology. Hey, that. <laughs> All right. So now you see. <laughs> I see it. I see it so true. I can't believe I found out in the middle of a podcast. It is. But this is the work, right? Like, this is how it happens. This is the rehearsing of the knowing. And I think it's so funny that you brought up my challenge in apologizing to you and in the middle of an offense. That's That doesn't happen often. I don't. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, it is. It is my. It is the area of challenge for me in our marriage. I feel like everybody has their challenges in their marriage. Right. You and I haven't really. But if you. Yeah. But if you stay true to your challenge over time. Hey, I'm going to be true. You're going to be hitting a target that many of us won't hit because we won't go there. Yeah. You're stubborn enough to go there. But there, hold on, but listen though, listen. there exists a cognitive pathway in which you're hitting a target not many of us see because we don't go there. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I value you going there insofar as you leave great written record of what it's like <laughs> so that we may all love more abundantly. But if you're going to be stubborn and not apologizing and not making record about it, then we funkin'. Yeah. But if yeah. you if, No, 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 but we talk about it, we, yeah. we we talk through it because honestly, for me, Riga, if I do not fully engage in the truth of how I am feeling and be completely honest with myself, 
at that point, I feel like it is, for lack of better word, there's dissonance and it is not true to my mental wellness. Mm. I, mm. It, that is what is required of me to be well. Mm-hmm. I found that in my grief. Apparently it is true when I'm even challenged amidst myself and the things I'm trying to do. And if things don't go the way that I plan them to, and obviously it's true with you and I. I th- No, see, this that, is. That's where it comes from for me. I, but that's who you are. To me, that's. I think all the great thinkers have a little bit of rebelliousness to them. Some show up in civil spaces. Some show up in civil disobedience. Some yeah. show up in front lines. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, but those are the ways we kind of think of them conventionally to rebel against a system. Your rebelliousness exists in this really amazing way insofar as you aren't uh, intimidated. You're certainly thorough. You're not lazy. So you're going to investigate that feeling. I think that investigating that feeling creates pathways of understanding for so many who are there who don't have time to reflect about how they got there or why they're there. Mm. And I think one can spend a lot of time, a lot of seasons in that room, Mm. but you don't necessarily have to, you will stay as long as you need to, because in that, in so far as you're there, you're, you're challenging it. You want a deeper understanding. That's profound to me. That's marvelous to me. (laughs) Thank you. Which means that I hope this transcript exists for when Kamali is older, if we should find, <laughs> no, seriously, if we should find that she has this trait, how do we love it? How do we love it when it challenges us? How do we see, uh, how do we encourage her to hit a target that only she can see? Because no. each room, each place we go, each battle we experience, there's learning there, right? We're not just there for no reason. So there's a target there. Right. And you just have to hit your target when you're there. And I really feel like this is going to be the space where I learn so much more about your voice and the world learns so much more about your voice because finally somebody is showing up willing to address that space that so many of us experience. Mm. It's actually, there isn't an evolved human being who just doesn't experience it. We all do. Some get stuck there. Some waited away but they don't know how it comes back or how it keeps coming back but you might expose some of that the reason why i told you about what is the truth higher than me it's just because the things the feelings i've had to confront and once i've confronted those feelings i'm talking about revenge Ooh. all right so that feeling has come to me so strongly so many times and i've had to confront that feeling with something more powerful than just that feeling Ooh. So I just remember that practice and I carry it into all spaces, right? Because revenge is a, is a form of a conflict within self. And most of the things yeah. that challenges us are conflicts within self. They're just not at the same scale of revenge. Right. So I actually just keep that with me, right? Mm-hmm. It helps me deal with people. It helps me deal with the moment. It helps me not get too hot in small offenses. Mm-hmm. Because wow. if I get too hot, I, I know the trouble there. I know how many times I've held back. Mm. So whatever day I end up pulling my sword and using it, 
it has to be clear choice. Mm-hmm. But often I find myself uh, in a more meek posture, not a weak one. It's mm-hmm. a very, very strong sword. It's very, very precise. I just don't have the right to use it. Mm. But that's just, you know, those are notes from what I've learned in revenge. Right. Right. And how that has informed how I love. It's a it's a crazy reference when you really look at like where did this practice of love start for me? It started on the far spectrum. Ooh. That's how I got here. Not many people want to go to where I've been to get this value. But again, it was because I took notes in that room. And when I saw the target, I started hitting the target and it created this pathway of thinking for me. So I challenge you, whatever room you find you go to when you're stubborn, make note of it. You might just be freeing so many other people, not just yourself. So I told you, I'll, I'll respect your pace if you make a note of it. If you make a note of it. And, and that's really what I want for all of us, right? in the path of loving more abundantly is to make note of the process. There's, there's a story where we're all a running record of a story, a running record. And if we don't share that record, then you might find gaps in the transcript, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gaps in the transcript. Mm. You think about, uh, and I don't like using court as an analogy. (laughs) <laughs> but in court, if they have uh, several witnesses who are all there, yeah, they want to right cross-reference the witness account, right. So many of us are witnesses in life, and we won't recall our testimony or recall our experiences that could very much free somebody else, help them be more seen, empowered. We have us we have this running record of a story that's worth sharing. Mm-hmm. And we came here talking about how black love has been this space. You talk about how dope it was. And I think the last thing I said was, yeah, a space of storytelling for the black lived experience. Yeah. So in real time, because the black love podcast network exists, because this family, this infrastructure exists, we are here refining something that would have not been refined today had it not been for this place, this time and this practice. Mm. I mean, we took a walk today as a family, we had fun. And then sometimes it can still feel like we're worlds apart just because of what is on the task to do for the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you were feeling very overwhelmed in the task of getting to the here. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm using every minute I can to secure what is to happen in the weeks to come. And here we are afforded with an opportunity real time that hopefully informs somebody else's practice about when the affirmations are applicable, how they challenges us, how they create opportunities for us to grow and love more abundantly. This is crazy. And this was not planned. Not in the least (laughs) bit. I said, I find I find the beauty in the character trait that makes it hard for you to apologize to me. I've never said that. Y'all heard it. It's documented. I've never, (laughs) I never even thought I would say that because 
that is when I'm most challenged, right? Yep. When I want an apology from you and I seem like, okay, it's it's really right there. <laughs> it's it's right there. It's it's gotta be the next option. It's multiple <laughs> choice with only A and B. Come on. Come on. Hit the target. But seeing the thinking, because you gotta remember this. I know you love me even when you don't apologize when I want you to. And it's not a reflection of your love. And that's important too. For, yeah, it's very important to remember to, to recall remem- upon to recall to know but hopefully more couples can feel this way and realize it hasn't been said i also know there are some offenses where you don't feel very loved but yeah. fortunately the ones that i'm speaking of with you are never never reflect for me for the question if you love me or how you love me right right it's something not there i'm just waiting for you but <laughs> so i think that yeah reminding myself that it's not a reflection of your love for me also gives me access to still see you as beautiful in that space and that love is what created me for be able to call out oh that's a wonderful trait insofar as she is thorough enough to record how she feels it's going to produce something for all of us first time (laughs) but it's also how we got the depth of the text of your writing because of how you waited because of how you investigated because how you didn't let anybody else's calendar or clock inform when your answers would come to you Mm -hmm. that person that character trait that you hold gave us some of the most beautiful reflections on grief. Thank you. Well, I certainly didn't expect our conversation to go in this direction, although I, I love it because it's like you said, why are we here? We, we're here for And he asked me that too in the, in the beginning when I was feeling overwhelmed and he could see it. He asked me, why are we here? I looked at him dead in his eye and said, for reference. <laughs> I know why I'm here. I know why I'm here. I know why I'm here. Reference. Why are you asking me? (laughs) But I like that you bring up, you didn't say it in this way, but recalling upon your experiences and those inform you. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. It's using your hindsight. I'm, I'm able to do that for myself, but also even in conflict with you if we should have a conflict right Mm -hmm. and and so far as you say like okay i know that she loves me and i do the same Mm -hmm. because i have memory of that love Mm -hmm. showing up even when offended Mm -hmm. i'm just hmm. it's interesting quite interesting i uh yeah sorry i also (laughs) like i used to think about what kind of parent I would be and what would I actually model for my children. Mm-hmm. And now they're here and I can legitimately say, I like what we're modeling. Mm. Like if this is how the process goes of understanding through conflict in oneself with a loved one, if this is how the process goes, this is a strong family we can build. Mm. Right. 
Yeah. If if we remember the transcript of this yeah. particular podcast, right? This one is unique to me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially when she challenges us. Man, if she has even an inkling of your stubbornness, oh, she, she, Lord. Well, remember when I was talking to her? What was that yesterday? Mm-hmm. And you were telling her how you wish that she had something of mine, right? I hope you have some. I, I forget what it was, but we were in the parking lot at Nugget and I kept trying to tell her what I wished that she had and she wouldn't let me get a word in. Mm. She wouldn't mm. let me get a word in. I w- and every time I, she just started talking. Uh-huh. But what I was trying to say is that I hope that she has your, your reason, <laughs> you know, but I never could get it in. So <laughs> now I'm worried. I'm concerned that she may not. I think, <laughs> I think she's got it. Her eyebrows tell me she has it uh, on a real this makes me really think about like how people, my people, families, black families, people that come from where I come from. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't grow up with a with a membership to a health club. Right. I didn't have access to spas. Right. I remember once my coach took me after a soccer game. We went to like a uh, day spa. The whole family went. What? Yeah. And that's also where I learned the word suffice. <laughs> I was in fourth grade <laughs> and we went to eat and he said, no, that was suffice. And I was like, what did he just say? <laughs> so I stored it like phonetically. I didn't know how to write it because I never seen it, but I waited till I heard it again. And then I learned how to spell it. And then I looked it up. That's it was fourth grade, but mm-hmm. beautiful tangent. But I didn't grow up with access to these things insofar as what we call wellness today. Yeah. Right. So how can my people be well? Right. Well, This conversation today is a reflection of wellness. It didn't happen under at a beach. Mm-hmm. It didn't happen at a spa. I think everybody could afford a shaded tree, hopefully, but it didn't happen under a shaded tree. Mm-hmm. Right. It happened in the home. At the table. Mm-hmm. I don't know how often people get to see the table, sit at the table, but the home. Now, yes, we have built this home intentionally around certain values and practices that grief is really shaped for us. But I want my people to be able to practice wellness in their homes with the people they live with and they love in ways that can have the conversation and see the value and the beauty. Yeah. And the growth. Yeah. We deserve this. What does that look like? What does that look like in the home? And I'm thinking about conversations that I've had with friends and family members who have been challenged by each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and may not be remembering the hindsight in the challenge. Well, you remember I said we're all running records? Yeah. That also requires you to witness, to be witness. And the hope is that witnessing that person over time, you've also taken interest in learning how to love them Mm. in the ways that they need to be loved. That's what the whole love language concept is about, right? Right. Not in the way that I say I love you, but in the way that makes you feel loved. Mm. So hopefully we learn how to do that for each other. And that the memories of it being practiced effectively aren't far and distant. 
But I do understand that there are existences where it feels like it's been a really long time since I felt like you love me. Mm. And I just offer grace and, and an abundant love to families and couples who are in that space. Because it does not dissolve the fact that there is love there. Right. It's the challenge on how to show it effectively when integrated with life challenges, traffic, commute, frustrations from the workplace. Right, right, right. As they said when I was younger, right, more month than money. <laughs> that hmm. That is a tough one. Mm-hmm. With mouths to feed. Mm-hmm. And whether COVID or not, it's just challenging. Mm-hmm. So I for real, for real, from a real space in my heart and that I believe our intentions even matter. I earnestly will love and will for love and pray that my people find love more abundantly. We deserve that space of grace with grace. each other. We yeah. deserve it. And it's, it's afforded in so many ways. And I get that it's elusive in many others. Grace with yourself and with each other. It's so important. Mm-hmm. Like this idea around the love that we're talking about, mm-hmm. it makes me think about something that I shared. And I think when I shared, I didn't even have this understanding, mm-hmm. but it, it reminds me in a loop. Okay. And it reads, wellness is not just about the food you eat, how often you exercise, how often you go to therapy. Or how many yoga retreats you've been on. Mm-hmm. Wellness is also about healthy boundaries you set for yourself and the morals and ethics you govern yourself by. As I see it, each incremental step in wellness should lead us to loving more abundantly. Ooh. It started with me inviting you to take a deep breath. <laughs> no, but it's it's so real when you've been in workspaces. Yeah. And work settings and meetings and corporate meetings and and team meetings and folks aren't breathing deep. It's impacting our capacity. Yeah. To see across difference. Yeah. To bridge across difference. Yep. yep. It's impacting our capacity. So it's just always unique when I've embedded this idea of this deep breath when I'm challenged. And to watch folks varying level of comfort taking a deep breath though we all need it yeah yeah and it's indicative of the grace we show ourselves and i think it's really 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 challenging to show others more grace than we do for ourselves because even if that is the case it isn't good for us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so let us show grace for ourselves as a practice of wellness Mm -hmm. and hope that it grows into grace for others Yep. Yep. I'm writing it down. And I find this to really just it it touches me because I woke up this morning with the understanding of what I needed for my wellness. I didn't verbalize this to you, but we talked the other day about some of the goals and the things that I found that I need Mm -hmm. to be my best self, Mm -hmm. to feel my best self. Right. Mm -hmm. And one of those things was rest. And I got rest today. I got rest, y'all. I got like eight hours. That's, come on, come on, come on. I got eight hours. But in addition to eight hours, right, I had enough rest to get up and go on the family walk. But I shared with Kariga that something that I really enjoy for myself and I feel my best self is when I do what? Running. When I run. There's something about it. 
and I had an opportunity to run today. What? Ooh, I didn't so even realize. So I that. was pouring into my pot today. Uh huh. And before here, here is another one. Before I went out on that run, because I was just gonna get dressed and just meet y'all downstairs, I said, "No, I'm gonna make my bed because it makes me feel better." Like these are things, I, and I recognize that these things actually pour into me and mm-hmm. make me feel my best self. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of, if you would, maybe checking off what I've recently written for myself mm-hmm. that makes me feel my best self. And here I am, I didn't filled my cup up and I come to a, a period of where I am challenged because things are not going how I'd like them to go, how I was setting up for them to go. Like, and mm-hmm. it was all happening within me, right? Mm-hmm. So here I am. I'm not even showing grace for myself in that moment. But it was there. But it, hey. But it was there. You didn't show it right away, but you found out it was there because you also poured into it. Yeah. Which also means that if I say I hope for my families and black families and wellness, that I'm also creating um, pathways and frameworks for folks to know how. Mm-hmm. And there's an integral one pouring into yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No one else can pour into you for you. Yeah. They can also pour into you, but you have to pour into yourself. And I get how challenging that can be under poverty. Yes. But let me tell you this. My mother. Eight of us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Felicia still talks about how good my mom looks. She um, does not have a stretch mark. Listen, let me go on record and say it. Listen. I just remember this. I remember my mom running with us, mm. right? Our foot races. Yeah, she, she was, was outside too. <laughs> and and you had to be like around a certain age before you can beat her because she was still fast. <laughs> and I'm just now saying this as an adult, like, wait, you are outside running with how many kids? Like, I don't even see parents do that anymore, right? My mom used to be at the foot races yeah. in the street. Outside. In Sacramento, I imagine. And yeah. in Brooklyn, when yeah. both places are hot during the summer. <laughs> but it's amazing. And I, I remember the uh, she used to do sit-ups in the living room all the time. Like, we all learned how to do sit-ups watching my mom. But my <laughs> mom wasn't like a fitness mom. It wasn't even like a fitness at all. My mom has never even been to a gym. I try to get her membership. Like, she's not like a gym rat. <laughs> my mom is not. It wasn't that type of level of fitness. I just think that she, she spent quality time with her children. Mm. And... Although she had a lot of children to help keep her young because she spent quality time with us as best as she could. Right. Yeah. So let that also just like, let me just put that in my pocket that perhaps if I play more with Kamali. Yeah. That keeps me on a side of youth. Mm. My mom, like, so I'm just thinking about, you said the the connecting to running, but my mom poured into herself that the issue was we're talking about under poverty. But she poured into herself in meaningful ways. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, my mom, she 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 had to get her prayer on. Right. Yeah. And and I don't know. It doesn't matter what we thought we needed. You're not asking for nothing during prayer. <laughs> right. You know how challenging that is? Like she praying again. I know she about to you know pray a long time. How challenging that is. She about to pray a long time. God, <laughs> God why are you going to have her pray so long? <laughs> but I, all these things. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just looking at across my life. And in my life right now mm. of mothers pouring into themselves um, and how that it aids to the wellness of the household. Yeah. I thank you for 
investigating your feelings real time. I thank you for the brilliance that you do it with the precision. I really enjoy watching you in this way. And I really, really, really enjoy the report outs (laughs) because there's so much good there. Thank you, Rita. So I guess to close this episode, I will pick the other affirmation that I've already read, but we can read it again because it takes practice and it takes rehearsing the knowings as we talk about. And it's on page 60 and it simply reads, be patient with yourself. It takes time and deep breathing to see the bigger picture. Be patient with yourself. It takes time and deep breathing to see the bigger picture. (laughs) I note the smile on my face today as I am in the space of practicing this with ease. Mm. And I challenge myself to have the same smile on my face when I am challenging reading this one in difficulty. (sighs) All right. Because I took a deep breath today and I reframed today and I feel good about this affirmation. But there's been days where it hasn't. Mm -hmm. And my challenge for myself is to smile in the same manner with the confidence that it's all working out for our good. I'm with you on that. I'm going to join you. Big ups. Thank you all for tuning (laughs) into another episode of Soul Affirmations with Felicia and Kariga. With Kariga and Felicia. But we're going to ride with you today because you were (laughs) courageous in jumping in the fire. Um, Thank you to the listeners who create this space of safety and reference. Thank you to the community that continues to share this with new listeners and new experiences. I really hope y'all put this one in, uh, in the, in the pass around plate. (laughs) I hope this episode gets into homes, gets into hearts and shows up in the way we're treating one another. Yes. I'd like to thank uh, our executive producers. Yeah. Cody and Tommy Oliver. Yeah. Our producer, Crystal Hill. Yeah. Editor, Masu McLemore. Yeah. And every single heart that follows this podcast, shares this podcast. Yes. Big ups to y'all. And if you like what you hear, and if you want to be a part of discussion, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, write us a comment. And you can even ask us a question. Whatever it is that you might want us to talk about we love feedback we love hearing from our our followers may we all love more abundantly peace